Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Countdown Travels. My name is Susie. I'm a cruise addict and travel agent, and you are listening to Countdown Travels podcast. This is episode 19. I actually looked it up before starting the podcast because I do this all the time. I forget what episode we're on. So I'm like, I'm going to be slightly professional and check to see what episode this is. And yeah, episode 19. And I have a special one for you guys today because uh, some stuff, you know, we just don't talk about as travel agents because we don't want to turn people away. And there's a lot of misconceptions. There's a lot of perks. And I think we just need to like put it out there. So I brought one of my amazing associate agents, Emily Hamley, who works for Countdown Travels. And I'm going to let you guys like get to know Emily a little bit. Shall we? Emily, welcome to my podcast. Hi. Hello, everyone. Hello, travelers. Oh, my gosh. If you guys follow Susie, you you know how how fun it is to... to, uh, follow her travels and all of her advice. And uh, Susie was once my travel agent. So believe me, I've been there. Uh, a qu- very quick background of me. Um, I've been obsessed with cruising for literally 20 years. It feels weird to say that because I still feel 18 in my brains. <laughs> I've been you, cruising. You look at, we look 18, by the we way. We do. Absolutely. Yeah. Do. Thank God for filters. Uh, <laughs> um, I was hooked on my very first cruise. Um, and I should say that I shouldn't say that my very first cruise, I was not hooked. It was the second cruise I was hooked. And I do. What was your first cruise? My first cruise was a seven day Mexican Riviera on the OG star princess, not the new refer, not the new one that's coming out in 25, but the original star princess, she was brand new. My dad and stepmom had gone on a cruise for their honeymoon. And I was like, what? That looks fun. I want to do that. So my dad's friend's wife was a travel agent and uh, we booked the cruise through her. Now, looking back, that travel agent really didn't do a lot. She just booked it. And we just, we didn't have any advice. The internet was new <laughs> back then. And we were like, what do we do? Do we have to get off the ship? Are they going to kick us off in every port? We bought short excursions because we thought we had to. So that's kind of an example of a travel agent, uh, sorry, a travel agent that just does the computerized part for you and then is done with you. And I want to let you guys know that those people should not exist in the travel agency world. People like Susie and I love what we do. We've been on numerous cruises. We know how you feel if you're flustered, if it's your first cruise. And we're there to book the cruise for you or book the trip for you and then guide you through it all the way through the trip. Because I know what it feels like to have a trip booked for me and then be left on my own and be like, I don't know how to get to port. I don't know you know, how does this work? Do we have to get off at the at each port? It was very confusing. But uh, thanks to Samantha Brown and the Travel Channel, she went to Alaska. And we watched her show back in 2006. And we went, we said, okay, let's give it one more try. And we went to Alaska and boom, we were hooked. And I've been cruising ever since. So what cruise line um, was your Alaska cruise? That was Vision of the Seas on Royal Caribbean. Oh, I've been on that one too. She's still trucking. We saw her recently. Yeah. So I uh, I heard she's getting sold. I don't know if you heard that. Surprised. It's a small to like an Asian uh, casino uh, ship somewhere in Asia. Is what I heard. I think a Chinese Chinese casino. I'm sure she's old. Yeah, I was on that ship in uh, 2004. It was yeah. before I had my son. 2006 for me. Yeah, it was. And my husband loved it, though. He said, okay, I like these smaller ships. I He realized he liked colder weather cruising instead of Bahamian Caribbean cruising. So it's kind of neat doing a little bit of each. You know, don't, 
I always tell people, don't judge cruising by your first cruise. Unless you do it right, you do Disney or you do Celebrity or you do a really amazing one and you love mm-hmm. it on the first try, great. But don't come back from your first cruise and assume that that's what all cruises are like because they are all so different. And Princess was my first. It had a certain vibe. Royal was my second. It had a totally different vibe. My third was Disney. Totally different vibe. And then I just right. kept going from there. So try to and find a travel agent who knows your personality and your style mm-hmm. and your speed because we match you with a cruise line that we feel would give you the best experience and value for your money. So, you know, don't always go for the cheapest. I know Susie's probably said that a million times. Please don't go by uh, dollar sign because you will get back dollar sign if you if you go cheap it might feel differently so it's it's really fun as a travel agent to get to know the client and you know who they're sailing with why they want to go what port they want to see and then say you know what this one might be too energetic for you let's get you on a nice you know celebrity or holland or this one might be too boring for you let's get you on a virgin and so and that's what i like about you know you and stephanie and and courtney and myself is that we kind of keep it real it's not about just closing the sale it's about being honest, as a matter of fact, you know, so funny that you mentioned that because I, someone reached out to me, they found me on TikTok and she's asking me if I've been on the Norwegian Jade, literally like the texts are coming in as you and I are talking. Uh, when we're done, I'm going to tell her, no, I haven't, but this is what I know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I don't know if she's ever been on Norwegian Jade. Mm-hmm. Norwegian Jade is not a new ship that you see on TV. Mm-hmm. It's great. It goes to smaller ports and it has more unique itineraries. And so the smaller ships do that. But if she's looking for like a bliss, an encore, a viva, a prima, it ain't it. So I'm going to tell her that because funny you say that because I just had a client yesterday who wants Alaska, wants Norwegian, but doesn't want a big ship. And I found Jade and was like, well, if you want to stick with Norwegian, but you want a smaller ship experience, Jade might be an option for you. Yeah. And actually I've booked the Jade recently, but People need to know what they're they're buying. But before we get all into that, I kind of because we're we're talking real spit right now. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, being a travel agent and what that means. And uh, I've been a travel agent now for uh, what year are we? Twelve, four or five years. Okay, you've been a travel agent for almost three, almost three years. So, what did you do before becoming a travel agent? If you don't mind sharing. So, my uh, backup in the Wayback Machine, um, I worked for a court reporting agency. Um, I was in the, what they called the detail room because I had really good attention to detail. And um, I would sift through deposition transcripts and it was a wonderful administrative job that I had for 10 years until I had my son. Um, then I had my son and then took some time off. I blindly thought I could go back to work right after the first year having a baby. And lots of moms know that that's <laughs> the cost of childcare. That's not an option anymore. So I was lucky enough to stay home with him. Um, and then I was in like a network marketing job with Beachbody that really helped me hone my social media skills. I learned a lot about marketing graphics, putting yourself out there, um, selling a product. Uh, but I always said, no matter what job I did, even way back in my administrative job, I lived in a city, a suburban city in Southern California, which was also the headquarters for Princess Cruise Line. And every day I would drive to the mall, I would drive by Princess and Cunard. And I'd be like, oh, one of these days I'm going to work in that building. And that was my dream job was to work for Princess because it was literally in my hometown. Uh, But my job at the time paid better than Princess and had really good benefits. So I didn't ever move. But I always drove by and said, I 
would love to work for Princess. My goal is to work for the cruise line. My coworkers all knew it. It was no, no big surprise. And I remember thinking of working somewhere in the travel industry and my boss at the time, who I loved dearly, we were besties. I loved her. She said, travel agent, you know, that's a dying occupation. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget. She said, that. what did she, you say when she said that? I was like, yeah, you're right. Cause of the internet, you're right. Because at the time, and I mean, the, the 20 years I had been cruising, Absolutely. I, other than that one first cruise I went on that my dad's friends, travel agent, whatever, she didn't really help me much. I was like, screw it. Like, I know how to go to blah, blah, blah.com. I can do it myself because I have control issues and I would like to be in control of my vacation. This is why I understand why clients want to just go straight there and do it themselves. I get it because you want to be in control of everything. It wasn't until... Miss Susie over here was living her life, found her on Instagram, started following her and was like, hey, I'd love to give you the business. Like, help me plan my 40th birthday cruise on Navigator. She did. And then one day she was like, oh, by the way, I dropped the price 300 bucks. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, you know, the, the rate changed, dropped 300 bucks. Did she have to do that or have to tell me that? No, because it would have been more money for her. And I would have known the difference because I'm not on the computer every day looking for sales. But she did that. And that's when the seed got planted in my head that, we're still valuable. We're still useful. I mean, and then her knowledge of having gone on all the ships and all that stuff too. So I'm one of those people that loved cruising, felt like I knew everything about it and booked it myself. But then there's also travel agents out there who truly love cruising and do it as a career. And we can really help you. We're like a win-win because we've either, we've either been on the ship that you're about to go on or we've toured it or we know enough about it. And just the little things like that, like dropping my rate, I was like, thank you. Like, that's 300 bucks I don't have to spend. And that's when I knew that travel agents are still essential. They can still and help a, us. And, and a dot com is not going to do that for you. They're not right. going to go through. I would have to call and... some 800 number. I'd have to call yeah. Royal if I had an issue. She got me, you know, Susie got me $75 on board credit. And I was super happy about that. And and yeah, so it's I I come from a place of understanding why people want to do it themselves. I get it. Um, but agents offer. Yeah, we offer the perks. Yeah, we can offer some extra, you know, onboard credit, however it works, uh, depending on the cruise line. But the guidance you get from booking to boarding, which is like my little slogan that I use with people, you're with us the whole time. We're here to hold your hand the whole time from the minute you email us to when you get off the plane, the boat, whatever you're going to. And then we follow up with you after we're like, hey, how'd it go, whatever. And it's it's great to have one person there for you always. And it's a double-edged sword, but now that agents are mostly home-based and not in an office, you get more than a nine to five. I don't want to be telling you to like... Uh, well, wait, hold on. We're, we're going to get... Don't jump the gun here, Hanley. We're, we're going to get there yeah. because I I wanted to know... No, I mean, we started following... So Emily and I started following each other on Instagram. And obviously we have the common denominator. We love cruise travel and I, at the time, was looking, I was growing, and I couldn't do it on my own, and I wanted to bring on someone that was as passionate as I am about this industry, and I interviewed, and Emily essentially got the job, and I was super excited because she and I are actually complete opposite people. Like, I don't think, aside from our love for coffee and cruise travel, music, well, I don't know. Do you like like gangster rap from the nineties? Can can we get down to like appreciate it? <laughs> teach me things and I teach you things. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking about and if anyone are wondering, yes, we met online. Okay. So first and foremost, we met online. 
we've already traveled together though. <laughs> we've met in person on two separate trips. We're coming up on a huge trip here in a couple months on the celebrity ascent. Um, so it's, it's, I know some people may think it's weird, but that's how we met. And as a matter of fact, um, that's, I've, I've actually met a lot of clients yeah. uh, because of social media and Instagram and TikTok. And so, but Emily is totally like type A, like organized and like just so freaking detailed oriented. And I'm like a passionate mess and, and in a good way. And we balance each other out Yeah, and it works. It just, I'm very, very extroverted. I'm, I'm extra definitely. Um, and our team is very different. Uh, we all bring something very different to the table, but so Emily, you started working with Countdown Travels. Um, it was just you and I initially. Now we've grown since then. What did you envision versus what has it become? If you can summarize really quickly for me, what was it that you envisioned it would be like versus what it is now? Honestly, the two aren't too different and I'm very thankful for that. So when you brought me on, I was thankful to work at home. Um, I knew that travel would be involved and I wasn't the type of person that said, yeah, I want to become an agent so I can get free, you know, trips to wherever that honestly never crossed my mind. Um, but I, I was super, super excited to work from home, to help others, to take the knowledge that I already had that I was doing for free for family and friends and now get paid for it. Um, but I envisioned having a home office and having a flex schedule so that I could take my kid to the bus stop or so that I could go on a field trip with him, or I could just duck out anytime here or there. I always envied my friends that had to work from home jobs where they had a flex schedule. And mm -hmm. I, that was my dream. And I knew I couldn't get that as a nine to five sitting in a cubicle for princess. I knew that I would be stuck there and I would be in, in a locked, you know, location and time. So to be able to have a flex schedule was amazing. Um, and then the execution of it over the last couple of years, it's all been great. Um, I, I, you know, I appreciate having um, Susie here to help me with any questions I may have. I, I really love having somebody that's quick to go back and forth with. I don't have to have like upper management and bosses to deal with or anything like that. I love that we can bounce ideas off of each other, tips off, off of each other. You know, have you sailed this one? Have you sailed that one? What was your experience here? What was your experience there? Um, and then what I didn't expect, which was a pleasant perk, was um, being invited, thanks to Susie, to go to inspections or, you know, trips or places that on the outside, I know it looks incredibly glamorous that you get to go so often. It is work. And Susie says, she'll tell you, it's work. I mean, there are times when, yes, you're on a ship, but you're not out laying out. You're working, you're on your computer, you're up late, you're meeting with, you know, whoever's there, all the suits or whoever's there. But being able to physically go on a ship or physically tour a ship means so much. It's so incredibly helpful, whether you're on it for four hours or four days. Um, that opportunity surprised me, the the fact that those come along, because that has greatly helped. And I'm so appreciative for it. But um, no complaints so far. It's been a fun ride. You brought up some really good points about, first of all, we are definitely a team. Uh, we, like the four of us, bring something very different to the table. The, the four of us that work for Countdown Travels 
And it's really nice to have that support. Um, besides, I, 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 we actually, the four of us have not cruised together yet. So (laughs) we have it in the books. It's coming up, um, in 2024, but, uh, you know, it's just a lot of positivity. Uh, we're all, uh, very family oriented. Um, three out of the four of us are mothers and, you know, we're here, you know, to support our families. So when people book with us, they assist us in paying some of, you know, helping pay some of, you know, whatever it is our children are doing in activities or whatever it is, is just when people don't realize is that you're helping a family when you book with a travel agent versus booking, you know, direct through the cruise line. Yeah, you're helping the cruise line, but the cruise line pays us a commission. You're not necessarily paying for our services. The cruise line pays for every booking uh, a percentage, right? So I like that you brought that, the fact of that we do have a team. And again, I was always looking for people like Emily, like even though we're, we're different, we come from different backgrounds and um, we can still um, come together and, you know, just really help each other out. Lots of support. And it's all about empowering, empowering others and giving others that financial, uh, not freedom, but just the financial perks of being able to help your family still be a mom, work from home, work your own schedule. And uh, it's just been fun to be able to provide that to people that I care about, like Emily and my other two girls. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm just, we're going to continue to push on and grow. And I don't know, we might have to bring someone else on here (laughs) before wave season starts up again. Um, And then the other thing that I wanted to address that, you know, you had mentioned was we talked about uh, the flexibility, the the opportunity to travel. Cause I think I, I want to touch base re- really quick on that, Emily, because you brought up something good. And I know that when I was interviewing people, that was one of the things, one of the red flags that I was looking for was like people just wanting to work with countdown travels because they wanted free trips. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that because that is something that kind of, gets under my skin a little bit because people, again, assume that we're getting all these free vacations, one, which is not true. And is number two, it's not a vacation. Most of these work trips are not, I need a vacation after a work trip. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah. (laughs) So uh, the first thing that we can talk about, and again, we're, this is like no filter. We're telling it the way it is is that when you sign up to become a travel agent, you're going to be able to travel for free. That is not true. Okay. Real spit, Emily, and you can attest any free trip. Okay. So our celebrity ascent cruise coming up, it's an inaugural cruise. We did get invited by celebrity. How do you get invited on these cruises, Emily? Aside from me telling you. (laughs) You need to sell the product. You need to sell the product. They see your numbers before you get invited. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you sold five cruises in one year, do you think you're going to get invited to some of these inaugurals? No, probably not. Let's be real. Let's be honest. Let's be real. I don't sell a lot of land travel. So guess what? I don't get invited to a lot of land travel because I don't sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we sell mostly cruises. So we are going to get invited to the lines that we get um, that we sell. I don't get a lot of invites for certain cruise lines because I don't sell that line. 
Right. Maybe they want us to sell it. So we might get invited if they see our numbers, but it all, and I will say it over and over again, if you're wanting to become a travel agent to get a free trip, you are not in this for the right reasons. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're putting yourself out there saying, I am a travel professional and I can help you book your cruise and I can help you to guide you and be there and do this and that. When in reality, you're not there for the right reasons. I sound like I'm on The Bachelorette. We are, we're here and I want a final rose. Okay. So, but the reality is that we are here to assist people and that that's our job. Yes. With your numbers and time, you do get invites. And that is something that we work hard, just like any other job that you have comes with perks. So if you do really well in your job and you're nine to five, you get a bonus at the end of the year, you get a Christmas bonus, you get a quarterly bonus, you get Maybe they buy you a watch or whatever it is that your job does for you. Mm -hmm. This is a perk of being able to go on some of these newer ships, for example, or some of these inaugurals, or they're called fam trips, familiarization trips. Mm -hmm. And not all of them are free. No. No, you have to pay. Some of them you have to pay. You're still paying for hotel and airfare to get to them. (sighs) Yes. Airfare. (laughs) I know there's so many fam opportunities and I'm like, I'm in California and sometimes these are like, I missed out on one this summer because I didn't want to fly to Budapest. I, timing wasn't right for me, oh. but the airfare from California to Europe is a lot. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't free. It was reduced, but it wasn't free. And so there's a lot of money that we put out of pocket to invest, to get these opportunities. Yeah. So I think those are really great points that you brought up. And, you know, one thing that, uh, comes to mind too, when I think of the reality of being a travel agent, Emily, is that when do we get paid? Not till they travel. My whole first year of working was almost free. (laughs) You do it for the love of doing it. I mean, the person could cancel, but yes, but yeah, it takes, yeah. And Susie told me that she's like, you know, you're not going to get paid for the first like couple months to a year, unless somebody's going to a resort or hotel in the next couple months, you don't get paid till people travel. So all the late night texts or emails or back and forth and help and guidance we're doing with you from the minute you email us all the way until you get on a plane or get on a ship. That's out of the kindness of our hearts. We're not getting paid for that. So that, that proves that an agent really is investing in you and really truly from their heart wants to help you when we get back to you quickly and we answer your questions and we go out of our way to say, Hey, don't do this, do this instead. Like we're doing that from knowledge and experience. And yeah, that's just, that's all part of the package of how we get so paid. So the reality of being a travel agent is that we don't get paid until you get on that ship or you get home from your trip. Mm-hmm. Most people book at least six months out. If that. That means that if you're just starting off, like Emily said, you're not going to make a lot of money to begin with. You have to, it, it takes a few years to build onto that business, right? Where you have a check coming in every month. Mm-hmm. The other reality is that if people cancel, do you get paid, Emily? Yes and no. <laughs> Most of the time, if it's bef- after final payment, it gets tricky. Before final payment, you ain't getting a dime. Right. So if you have a client, for example, that says, Emily, I have a cruise book with you, but I got a casino offer. I need to cancel my cruise. Can you get me back my money? And now I'm going to book my cruise under a casino offer. Emily, uh-huh. all that time you invested in that client, are you getting paid? Oh my gosh, those casino offers. <laughs> Why are those out there? I mean, as a 
as a, a someone who sailed, you know, with them before I understand, I understand wanting to save the money, but yeah, it, it happens. You don't get and, paid. Yeah. So again, a reality of being a travel agent is that it takes a few years to build on to that business. And Emily, let me ask you another question. Cause I think another misconception I see a lot of is, oh, you just book your cru- the cruise and that's it. Is that true? For us to book them the cruise? No. That, like, that's- you just literally hit pay deposit and you're done? No, no. That what else do you do? Earlier. Well, that, was, that was kind of what I touched on at the beginning of the podcast where I said I had an agent that just, boop, here you go, and then never heard from them again. But no, we do more than just book the cruises for you and ghost you for forever because you do have a final payment. So we have to be in touch with you closer to the end. But that entire duration from deposit to final payment and even you physically going on the trip, we are in constant contact with you or we're letting you know if there's a promo or we're doing the back and forth with a communication with you or we're building a web portal for you that has, you know, all your all your info in it. But if the maintenance of these cruises is a lot more than people realize. So if you book a cruise with your friend, I, I, this happens all the time, especially with cruises that are booked pretty far in advance, boyfriend, girlfriend, they break up. I get the email. I get the call. Don't, you know, Bob is not going to come with me anymore. Take him off the booking. Okay. I take him off the booking and then I put someone else on. And then literally this happened to someone, one of my clients where she like went through three different relationships until now, oh. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. True story. Uh-huh. And then everyone, every time they do that, it requires either a phone call if we can't do it online or it's like, can you price up the insurance? Can you take off the gratuities? Can you change my cruise? I need to, you know, can I get back my deposit? Can all that is very, very time consuming. And yes. again, that we're doing all that before we even get paid for that trip. Yes. That might get canceled. <laughs> so yes. it's just, you know, I am super freaking lucky that I get to do this for a living. I don't, I, I was thinking as I was taking my daughter to school this morning, I'm like, I love this job. Oh yeah. I love this job. I love working in the world of travel. I can't wait to get myself back on the ship. I can't wait to explore new destinations and share it with clients and share it with my team and meet people from all over the world and be able to assist others with it is like, I'm getting paid for this, but I've never in my life, Emily, and I don't know if you can agree, have worked the amount of hours that I work now. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know something? I woke up at 4.30 this morning because my dog was chasing a cat outside and we have a doggy door and I was like, Lord help me. Cause this dog and I couldn't go back to sleep. So See, what did I do at four 30 this morning? Let me, let me check. Let me get some work done. Oh, you know, I can't sleep. Yeah. I got my Disney mug, my Disney cruise line mug that I got on my last cruise. Did and you make your own coffee? I did. Cause you Starbucks wasn't open coffee. at four 30 in the morning. So um, I had to make my own coffee. I did. And I started working. You know, my nine-year-old calls me out. He's like, are you going to be on your phone when we go to place such and such? Are you going to be like, he's going to be like Susie? (laughs) Because I joke that like, you're on your phone, you're on your phone on on buses, you're on your phone in in the middle of a a presentation and like a ballroom. I'm like, she, and and my husband's like, are you going to turn into that? And I said, well, understand that Susie was, she was drowning until she brought people on. This is why Countdown Travels exists because Susie was like, oh my goodness, the need for an agent is like obviously still here. So we're hoping we can lighten the load for her, but it's 
it's a lot of work. I have roomed with Susie for days and days and days and days on end. And I see the dings in the email or hear the dings and see the emails and see her step away. It's it's not just a cute little ham on my laptop at a coffee shop. I don't even think I could fully concentrate at a coffee shop. I would have to be like here at my desk to pull it off. It's it not- is it is a lot of hours. It is a lot of hours. When you get to the point we're at, where we're at, and I think you're getting there too, it is a lot of hours. And it's very important for me. And Emily, I'm so glad that you are touching on this because I, I took, um I think, well, I had to go to LA this weekend because I have a family member that's uh, on her last days. but. Uh, it just, the, the reality is I'm, I'm actually thinking about, I haven't told you, I haven't told you guys this. This is, this is like a, a fresh off my mouth thing. I'm, I'm going to make it a rule that if you're going to work for countdown travels, you got to take Sundays off. Yeah. I really think it's, I tough. Really, it's, it's tough. really tough, but I think we all need this because we're going to get burnt. I like, especially with wave season coming up, I'm almost thinking like we have to set boundaries for ourselves. This is, this is the re this is again, true spit right now that you're hearing from us where I'm thinking, I got to tell my team, turn your freaking computers off. Yeah. Yeah. Treat yourself like you would like a kid where you're like, no computers after dinner, no computers after, unless you have a client actively traveling and something comes in through text. And I tell people, text me if it's emergency. I try, I mean, I have post-its and I'm like, this person contacted me right around dinner time. And I was like, Oh, I could get back to her. But I was like, Nope, Nope. Nope. The world's not going to stop if I wait till tomorrow till, I mean, we don't really have business hours, but we try our best to have like a rough. Because that's how much we work. We, I, again, I've never worked so much in my life. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a learning game. It's a learning game to balance. And I don't, I don't ever want anyone to become like a Susie. So tell your son, my apologies. She's working on it. Tell, tell him, you know, I'm working on it. I really am. Cause I got kids too, you know, and um, I just, uh, I like to be of service and I like to be available and I like to get back to people as, as soon as I can. But I also realize that I need to take care of myself and my family as well. Oxygen mask on yourself first. Let yeah. me touch on one last misconception. Yes. Is that when you see us go on trips, Hey, we got invited here. Hey, we got invited there. And like, Oh, it looks super magical. A lot of the time it is. We love what we do and we're geeking out, but sometimes some cruises or some excursions aren't amazing but it takes us going on those mm, cruises or those mm, <laughs> excursions to learn Susie can now tell me don't go on uh-uh-uh, you know this excursion in grand cayman or like don't you know maybe not sail this ship because you know whatever and i don't want to name any names or anything but it i they're not all perfect a lot of times we will either tour a ship go on a ship that i've toured ships that i would never normally want to step foot on but i wanted to go because i was like let me see if my assumptions of this particular vessel or line are correct and i'm glad i went i'm like okay you know it either is what i thought it was so now i know or hey it was better than i thought it was so not every cruise we go on or or ship or place we visit is always perfect, but I'm glad that we have those chances to experience it. And with you and I having such large social media accounts, I mean, the reality too is we're not going to post the times when we're like crying because we were on hold with, you know, a cruise line and we're on hold for two hours and then the call dropped and then we have to get back on or we don't post the like dirty stuff. We're going to post the like cutesy stuff too. Mm -hmm. So 
that's another misconception is that our lives are in paradise and we're, you know, sipping in a a cocktail with an umbrella drink Mm -hmm. with our cute little laptop on our lap. And I mean, some of that. It happened on Castaway Key. It did. It did. I was documenting it while it was perfect because I just knew either we were going to get sunburned or there was going to be no Wi-Fi or something was going to happen that would take us out of that dream state. But for every palm tree picture you may see us post, just know that there's a lot of late night airport laptop like work that's going on behind the scenes i remember one time uh a couple years ago i was on an alaska cruise and i was like i had to process a payment for a client and the wi-fi in alaska is not the best and i was freaking out and i'm so glad that i had emily there because i was like emily i'm like i can't get in and my connection's not stable enough can you please and that's the frustrating part but again i think you know, we're super lucky to work in this. We have to love travel to work in travel and um, definitely understand that people work really hard for their money. And we're here to hopefully make that process a little easier or save people money and be of service. Um, but I think, you know, we pretty much covered everything uh, more or less. I mean, there's so much more that we can probably talk about. Uh, any regrets, Emily, working for Countdown? Zero. Please send us one vacation picture. Please, we like it makes me want to cry when somebody posts something on Instagram that's like, I'm on a glacier and there's like a helicopter behind them. Or, you know, here's my whole group and they're all lined up with matching happy birthday shirts. Like those little, like little touches like that, that warms my heart when somebody comes back and says, oh my gosh, thank you so much for, you know, the strawberries you left in my room or, or thank you so much for those little goodies. We used them or I don't just think I've ever seen you cry. Do you, I, you're not I, a crier, I, huh? I cried dumb stuff like commercials so if someone sends you a picture like one of your clients sends you a picture oh yeah we can get some tears out of you i I, yeah i have easily i have what i call a happy client's corkboard and it is literally a corkboard and and i'm like can you just send one picture i don't want it to come off as creepy to anybody like i'm collecting your picture no i like if you're comfortable sending me just one picture from your trip or just tagging me on instagram i literally put all my little like pictures on a corkboard. It makes me happy that I have happy client corkboard. Client corkboard. Yes, that's so sweet. And then I guess just knowing that I helped create core memories for people is amazing. Just the fact that you know, so and so has never been to the Bahamas, and it was their dream. They'd never been their whole life, and then they went. Or oh my gosh, we went on this amazing you know excursion in Alaska, and that's something you can't do anywhere else in the world. And they went. Or, you know, it's somebody's 40th birthday and they all got the t-shirts made and there's a picture on a hilltop in Ensenada. Just like those kind of things that I know that they'll remember forever. That makes me so happy. And, and you can send it to her email, Emily at Countdown Travels, or you can write a review for Emily uh, or myself, whoever helped you or Stephanie or Courtney at CountdownTravels.com. And Emily, do you want to drop your handles really quick? Absolutely. Uh, if you want to follow along, I am M-E-M underscore Hanley on Instagram. Uh, on TikTok, I am Embark with Emily. And on uh, Facebook, just type in Emily Hanley and you'll find me uh, Emily Hanley Countdown Travels on Facebook. But Instagram is where I share all the fun. Um, it's all business in the posts and it's real life up in the stories. And uh, I try to keep it as real as possible. I share right. a little bit of my time in the Pacific Northwest and otherwise travels. And I'm very honest with my travels. Um, I, I, I try not to make it too Pinterest perfect looking. Um, uh, I I don't know. I I need to be more myself and more funny. You I are yourself, I- and you you bring something different to the table, and I appreciate that. And I love and thank you for sharing. For example, your anxiety when it comes to flying. Oh, sure. and, 
she has like we're gonna have to talk about all her apps that she has you guys that's a whole, we're gonna save that for a whole nother podcast because yes please invite me back for how to get over a fear of traveling how to get over fear of flying um, that's a good one anxiousness about about hey i want to go somewhere but i'm too kind of nervous to get the ball rolling i could do a whole separate podcast on getting over your fear of travel because i did not travel at all my family never traveled growing up so i don't come from a background of travelers i don't my parents just getting on a plane to come visit me a couple months ago was an ordeal so believe me anybody can do this i do not come from any kind of amazing traveling background but i know we're gonna have a whole podcast on your apps for the animal the animal sounds on your apps you have a bird she has an app where like it tells her what kind of bird it is we were at walt disney world earlier this year and she busts out her uh, her iphone it's and, and bird. she's like oh wait it's the bird and i'm like what are you doing and she's like i have an app that tells me what kind of a bird and i was like fascinated when by you emily turn 40 and you're not not even a woman. i'm 40 plus it's coming 50 for you the bird app's coming i oh. moved from southern california where wildlife did not exist except for rattlesnakes and now that i'm in the pacific northwest there are trees she has a bird app yeah she has <laughs> I'm a bird telling app. you I'm telling you um, it, it unlocks at 40 I really want to thank you for taking time. Um, you look beautiful today. And uh, I look like this all the time when I book cruises. I'm never <laughs> in pajamas and slippers. My hair is never in a bun when I'm working at my office. I look the, really- the reality again is that like we have yoga pants on below the waist here. Oh, in yeah. Countdown Travels weekly Zoom meetings. Everyone's just like <laughs> hair in the bun. Absolutely. That's real life. And uh, I'm so appreciative of you and I absolutely love you. And I'm so glad you are one of my partners in crime. Uh, I can imagine being on this uh, team without you and, and Courtney and, and uh, Stephanie. And we are going to have so much fun coming up here, my friend. So be prepared to not sleep. Um, bring your best walking shoes and your curling iron. Cause we will definitely have some curling sesh in the state room. Yes. Uh, as we look our absolute best while we say like what an amazing time we're having on the celebrity ascent we're gonna rock the ascent i'm so excited oh yeah. that's beautiful holy moly all right ums and this is going to conclude this episode of countdown travels again my name is Susie. this is my amazing associate agent emily hanley you can find us on countdowntravels.com please feel free to leave us a review um we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I don't know, some other places as well. YouTube, we're on YouTube. And um, yeah, we look forward to hopefully connecting with you guys and uh, let us know if we're of service at all or have any questions. And we're going to go ahead and end this one, M. I'll see you guys soon. Bye, guys. Bye.